Good morning. This is Adam Wright. Welcome to another episode of Roadmap to Heaven here on Covenant Network. It's a cold one out there this morning, but it's good to be with you, and that brings warmth to my heart on this Tuesday morning, November 28th. My wife said to me the other day, she goes, it's really getting cold outside, and I had to stop for a minute and say, wait, you know, it's supposed to do that. (laughs) It is getting cold, but that's okay. That's supposed to happen. Let's pray our morning offering today. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart in union with the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world, in reparation for my sins, for the intentions of all my relatives and friends, and in particular for the intentions of the Holy Father, amen. We dedicate all of our thoughts, words, and actions to the greater glory of God in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, this coming Sunday is the first Sunday of Advent, and we have a short Advent this year. The fourth Sunday of Advent is also the 24th of December, so it's not even a full day, let alone week, on that fourth Sunday of Advent, which means if we're waiting till the first Sunday to prepare for Advent, we've probably waited too long. For podcast listeners, we will continue, and we have Sister Amanda Marie Detry from the Daughters of St. Paul joining us to share an Advent opportunity, and then we're also going to hear about getting ready, not just to uh, prepare for Christmas, but getting ready to become disciples from Brock Martin from the Fellowship of Catholic University Students. You've heard us talk about Focus and Seek 24. Brock's going to be with us in the show later on as well. So that's all ahead. Let's go now to Mike Roberts, the Saint of the Day, are today. This is the feast day of St. Catherine Laboret. Born in France in 1806, Catherine, who was also called Zoe, was the ninth of 11 children born to Pierre and Madeleine Gontard, who were farmers. When she was nine years old, Catherine's mother died, and at the funeral, she saw a small statue of the Blessed Mother. Picking it up, Catherine kissed it and said, Now you will be my mother. Her aunt took in Catherine and her younger sister, and she grew increasingly close to Jesus and Mary, often seeing visions. When she was old enough, Catherine joined the Daughters of Charity, founded by St. Vincent de Paul, and soon the Blessed Mother appeared to her. On the night of July 18, 1830, Catherine heard the voice of a child waking her up and calling her to the chapel. There, the Blessed Mother was waiting and said to her, God wishes to charge you with a mission. You will be contradicted, but do not fear. You will have the grace to do what is necessary. Tell your spiritual director all that passes within you. Times are evil in France and in the world. Nine nights later, the Blessed Mother returned to Catherine during evening meditations, displaying herself inside an oval frame and standing upon a globe while wearing many rings of different colors, shining rays that covered the globe. When Catherine asked why some of the rings did not shine, the Blessed Mother told her, those are the graces for which people forget to ask. On the oval frame, there were these words, O Mary, conceived without sin, Pray for us who have recourse to thee. And on the frame, which seemed to rotate, were twelve stars, and in the middle a large M with a cross on top, and the Immaculate Heart of Mary underneath. The Blessed Mother told Catherine to tell her spiritual director these images were to be placed on medals for people to wear. All who wear them 
will receive great graces. Catherine did as she was told, and after two full years of being observed and interviewed, the priest presented the visions to the archbishop, never revealing Catherine's identity. The medals were approved, created, and distributed, immediately becoming popular, which they are to this day. Catherine spent the rest of her life as a sister and a nurse telling no one about her visions of the miraculous medal. It was only after her death in 1876 that Catherine's identity was revealed. St. Catherine Labore, please pray for us. I'm meteorologist Mike Roberts for Covenant Network. Have a blessed day. Saint of the Day can arrive each morning by subscribing on your favorite podcast player. Search Covenant Network to see all our podcasts. We're happy to have Sister Amanda Marie Detry with us today. Sister is from the Daughters of St. Paul. You may have visited their lovely bookstore. It's about that time of year, too, where I'm going to be getting in there to do some shopping for family and friends. Uh, Sister, it's great to have you with us this morning. Thank you so much for having me. Now, we have been talking about Advent traditions and holiday traditions on the show this week. And one of the things that a lot of our listeners have loved in years past, that sadly, for the past few years, uh, was unable to happen due to various challenges related to that that pesky pandemic back in the year 2020, was the concert that the Daughters of St. Paul put on every year in Advent to help us get ready for Christmas. And I am very excited to share with you that the concert is back in person this year with two performances in our listening area. Uh, Sister, tell us a little bit about this year's concert, please. Absolutely. We're so excited to be able to bring the concert back to the St. Louis area. This year, the name of the concert is Come to Bethlehem, and it's really an invitation for two things. One, to be able to prepare ourselves to come to Bethlehem, which is the place where the Lord became flesh for us, where he became man for us and comes to meet us. And sometimes we have this tendency to romanticize Bethlehem, that it's it's this pristine kind of nativity set that we set up in our homes. But Bethlehem was an occupied city. It was a place of poverty. It was a place of struggle. And that was where God came to meet us. And so in this idea of come to Bethlehem, we're able to encounter the Lord right where we are however messy it might look, knowing that that's where God wants to come to be with us. So it's an invitation to meet the Lord where he comes, but it's also an invitation to open ourselves to the God who comes to us. So in this concert, it's a very family-friendly concert, a joyful concert. We really want to create an environment where people can be themselves. They can open themselves to the Lord and his coming and just prepare themselves for this, this season where we remember what God has done for us and how much he loves us. I, I just can't wait. I mean, I love things like this this time of year, but I especially love when they help us focus in prayer, when they help us spiritually get ready for Christmas. Um, one of my favorites every year is to go to a service of lessons and carols, but I'm a musician. I love music, and I have heard rave reviews in years past about the Daughters of St. Paul and their annual concert they put together. Now, sister, we said there are two dates for our listeners. If you're on the east side of the Mississippi River, there's a concert in Mascuda. There's one in St. Louis as well. Uh, Tell us a little bit about where we're heading and what time everything starts and how we can get tickets, if we need tickets, all of the, the great logistical details. Excellent. Yes. So the concert in Mascuda, Illinois, that'll be Thursday, December 14th at 7 p.m. at Mascuda High School. 
And in St. Louis, we're there Friday, December 15th at Chaminade High School, also at 7 p.m. You can get ticket information at pauline.org slash concert. So all the details are there for you. All right. See two options right here. If you can't make one, make it to the other. And uh, both are both are just going to be absolutely lovely. We do want to let you know, um, Sister Laura sent me some dates and asked, could you share these on the show? So not only do the Daughters of St. Paul have their Advent concert coming up, Come to Bethlehem, there is the Advent Lexio Divina series every Tuesday in Advent from 6.30 to 8 p.m. at the bookstore on Watson Road. And then the Baby Jesus Party. It's the annual party for kids and families to join the sisters to prepare your heart for the coming of Christ. And it's going to start with with a Christmas program at 10.30 a.m. and 1 p.m. Twas the day before Christmas in Bethlehem Town. And there's going to be wonderful activities as well. That's all at Pauline Books and Media. And that's going to be Saturday, December 2nd. So this is all <laughs> coming up pretty quick here as we start to prepare for Advent and Christmas. Uh, Sister, it, it's wonderful to have you join us today. We look forward to the concert. And Am I correct in understanding it's not just the two in this area, but you're going to go on the road with this as well to uh, some of the other locations in the country where the Daughters of St. Paul are? This is true. So we're starting the concert tour in Boston and ending in New Orleans. Wow. So if you have friends in Boston and New Orleans, you got to let them know that they need to find out more information on this as well. Well, sister, it's always a joy to speak with you. All of our best from Roadmap to Heaven to you and the sisters over at Pauline Books and Media and the Daughters of St. Paul. Thank you so much, Adam. God bless you, too. We're going to take a break here on Roadmap to Heaven. Stay tuned. A prayer for the holy souls. O Lord Jesus Christ, King of glory, deliver the souls of all the faithful departed from the pains of hell and from the bottomless pit. Deliver them from the lion's mouth, that hell not swallow them up, that they fall not into darkness, but let the holy standard-bearer Michael bring them into the holy light which you promised to Abraham and his seed. Amen. Are you enjoying this podcast? Well, if you are, did you know that Covenant Network offers great programming 24 hours a day on 43 stations in five states, plus streaming online? You can find our schedule, your local station, or listen online at www.ourcatholicradio.org. That's O-U-R catholicradio.org think that, you know, in, in the parish, especially those who are tangentially involved, you know, maybe they've got kids in the school or you, they come to mass on Sundays, but they're, they're not much involved beyond that. They expect father to come up to them and say, oh, you know, we're having the, this study or we're having this group or we're having this program or this retreat or this event. And they might already be mentally prepared to say, Father, thank you so much for thinking of me, but we've just got a lot going on with the kids, or we've got this going on, that going on, and they're ready to say no before he even finishes the question. Uh, What they're not expecting is someone like you or I, or our spouses or our friends to come up to them and say, hey, I would love for you to come with me to that. But you know, I'm going to be honest with you, Brock, even for me still, sometimes the thought of how do I do that? There are some people I know exactly how I would approach that with them. There are others I have no clue. And I've I've heard that one of the great things about this training that we're going to go through is you're actually going to teach us how to have that that first sentence, that first part of the conversation to say, hi, would you like to come with me to a Bible study so it's not that awkward as I just made it? Yeah, no, and there'll be a ton of time to share some helpful tips and best practices and, and all sorts of resources to be able to engage in that. But I think as you and everybody who comes will see, 
none of this is rocket science. I think at deep down, the church in America is full of men and women who are starving to have a conversation with somebody who knows them, who loves them, who cares about them, who wants to see them thrive, uh, who who's a couple steps maybe ahead or behind in life, but maybe ahead in the spiritual life and can say, hey, let's let's get to life's deeper things. Let's get to the the, the real heart of the matter. And it'll be a lot of fun to share some of those best practices. I'll share real briefly. One of my favorites is um, when we're in the stage of trying to build a Bible study at a parish, a lot of times after communion, I will forego my Thanksgiving for a couple of minutes and go to the narthex and mess a couple chairs up. And then the guys who I, I want to invite to at least get their number, get to know their names as they're walking out, I'll say, hey, real quick, can you help me fix these chairs real quick? And it gives me 45 seconds. Say, oh, what's your name? You're, you're new to the parish. I haven't, haven't seen you before. Can I get your number? It'd be great to have you over for a Bronco game or something later. And a number of guys who who are in my Bible study here at our parish in Denver. That's how I met them. You know, you see them, they kind of ask a couple of times, like, man, that's a guy who I want to get to know a little bit. Uh, so that at the MND track in St. Louis, we're going to be able to dive into all of those best practices and be able to share just a bunch of helpful tips to help people get started. One of the things that Focus has provided, and I'd like to close with this, is this video that was shared. We, we first saw it at the Seek First event here in St. Louis back in October. Actually, it was late September, and it's on the MMD portion of the Seek website. And if you haven't heard this either on our airwaves or seen the video on the Seek website, it starts out with this story about this guy I had never heard of before, Jan Taranowski. And you're yep. thinking, well, who's this guy and what consequence is he? And Dr. Shree walks us through his whole story, and it's very likely that without Jan Taranowski, we would not have had Pope St. John Paul II. Absolutely. Carol Voitia would have just been off doing something else with his life. And and That's you're right. seeing that in the parishes now, aren't you, Brock, that, that ripple effect? Like, it's not just about the people that come to the Bible study, but it might be that person that they then reach out to and, and how that just kind of ripples out on the pond. No, you're hitting the nail on the head again. I, I think the reality is that Jesus, he came to save the entire world. And the way that he did that is he came, he lived at home until he was 30, and then he went and he got a small group of friends and he with them for three years. And then he said, go do this and make disciples of all nations this way. And so uh, to your point, though, that I, I really do think that there there's a, a wide number of future saints who are in the pews of our parishes right now. Who all that they need is somebody like a Yon Tiranoski, somebody like an Adam or a Brock to be able to say, hey, Let's let's do this life thing together. Let's let's push each other to be saints. Let's let's have some fun together. Let's have our families experience communion together. And I, I really do think that there, there's a number of men and women who I just know that the Lord wants to reach, not through some crazy miracle. I, I would love if he would do more of that. But the typical way is through friendship. It's through people who are deeply alive in Christ themselves and have a desire to share that joy with people who are kind of in their sphere. Well, Brock, this has been a fantastic conversation and, and some great encouragement for us. Um, it's it's easy. The homework you have from today's show, once again, go to seek.focus.org slash MMD. That's for Making Missionary Disciples. Just go there and check it out. If you haven't seen the video, watch the video. Prayerfully consider, is this something I can do? Is this something that I can be part of? For those of you in the Archdiocese of St. Louis, if you've been looking at this hard and you're saying that there's just no way I can give up the week, we want to remind you that you are invited for adoration on Wednesday night. For that, you need to go to archstl.org 
slash seek. But I, I really want to encourage everyone that can prayerfully think about this, because not only is God calling our priests, not only is he calling young men to the priesthood and, and women and men to the consecrated life, he's calling you and I to evangelize, as Brock has just reminded us. So let's go check this out, seek.focus.org. Brock Martin, thank you so much for being with us today here on Roadmap to Heaven, and we look forward to seeing you here in St. Louis. Uh, it's going to be here before we know it. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Adam. We'll be back. You're listening to Roadmap to Heaven. Stay tuned. Yesterday on the Daily Dose of Encouragement, Patty asked us a very pointed question. The question was, what if every single thing you had today were gone tomorrow if you failed to thank God for it? And Patty, I'm still making my list of everything I'd like to say thank you for, even as we're 24 hours later. So thank you for that dose of encouragement. I am excited to see where we are going to go today. Well, we want to talk about fostering gratitude beyond the holiday of Thanksgiving to foster a life of gratitude. And that takes little habits that we can incorporate into our prayer life and intentionally try to be a person of thanks. Today we're going to cover the basics, Mass and Holy Hour. The Eucharist means thanksgiving. So if you are truly grateful for everything God gives you, you should want to go to daily Mass if you are able I'm not pointing a finger here at anyone who is working, anyone who has young children, or anyone who is sick or homebound. I'm just encouraging anyone who is able to see Mass as a way to truly show God that you are grateful. Think about it. He gives you 24 hours every day. Can you give him back 30 to 45 minutes in gratitude every day? Here's another suggestion. During your next holy hour in front of our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament, go through all the disappointments, trials, and hardships you have ever encountered in your life. Write them down in a journal if you wish, or just go through them mentally. Then thank God for every one of those struggles, for every trial, and thank him for his perfect will, for his mercy, for his love, for his tender care, and for always being with you in the darkest moments of your life. I guarantee that that will be a special hour of gratitude with just you and God. And it's an exercise in truly giving thanks in all circumstances, both the good and the bad. Once again, Patty, you have sent us on mission to go out and give thanks at Mass and in our holy hours. Thank you for this dose of encouragement. Are you participating in Giving Tuesday? If you're interested in helping Covenant Network, you can donate online at ourcatholicradio.org or give us a call at 314 752 7,000. If you do give us a call, if you could wait till after 8 o'clock, as I can't answer the phone and wrap up the show here, but please do consider it. Speaking of wrapping things up, we're wrapping up this season of Ordinary Time. We're wrapping up this month of November, which means we are still called to pray for the dead. And by the way, we're called to pray for the dead beyond the month of November. We just give it that special focus. Like, we're intense about it this month, especially. We're we're using the calendar to help remind us of these important things. Um, Let's continue to do that. Let's continue to do that through Advent and through Christmas and into the new year as well. 
With the conclusion of Ordinary Time, with the conclusion of the month of November, we're also getting ready for First Friday devotions this coming Friday and First Saturday devotions this coming Saturday. We are asked by our Lord through his apparition to St. Margaret Mary Alico to go to Mass, receive Holy Communion, and pray in reparation for sins against the Sacred Heart of Jesus. So please have a plan to do that on Friday. On Saturday, the Blessed Mother in the apparitions at Fatima asks us to keep the five First Saturday devotions on five consecutive First Saturdays to go to confession, make a good confession, go to Mass, receive our Lord in Holy Communion, pray the Rosary, and then meditate for 15 minutes at least on the mysteries of the Rosary. Now, I love these devotions, and I love how the Blessed Mother asks us to make this devotion once a month and as part of it going to confession because, you know, number one, If you're not in a state of grace, if you're in a state of grave sin, you cannot receive our Lord in Holy Communion. That would be the mortal sin of sacrilege. But two, you know, it's a good reminder for us. Mom knows best, right? You know, mom says, hey, at least once a month, go to confession at least once a month. Uh, So it's a great, great time management thing for me to say, how often should I go to confession? Well, the Blessed Mother has the answer, at least once a month, at least So let's prepare for those devotions. Uh, You don't have to go to confession on Saturday. In fact, if you need to go to confession so that you can go receive our Lord and Holy Communion at Mass on Friday, well, go so that you can do that on Friday. It's all relative to that Saturday. Now, on Saturday, you do have to pray the rosary, go to Mass, and meditate for 15 minutes upon the mysteries of the rosary. You have to do that part on Saturday. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Mary, Mother of the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, terror of demons, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Don't let me overcomplicate things for you. Go to Mass, receive our Lord in Holy Communion while in a state of grace, pray in reparation for sins against the Sacred Heart on Friday, do the same on Saturday, and pray the Rosary and meditate for 15 minutes upon the mysteries of the Rosary. That's what we're called to do. Go to confession this week. For Covenant Network, I'm Adam Wright. Thanks for listening to Roadmap to Heaven. Pray your Rosary today.